Previously on Crudely Drawn Swords. Do you happen to have an army of people that, you know, fight rather than talk a lot of poetry? No, no, that is not the elven way. Do, do, is it the dwarven way? We've got to go and speak to these dwarves. You can't just send them a note saying, help, no. Let's go through the door. The uh, door doesn't move. I'm going to have a go at the mechanism then. Also, can someone heal me soon? Your wounds will soon be healed. The doors collapse back landing on you and Tristan. Enigma gets clear. Tristan is trapped under the door. Oh, help! Our heroes walk through the long-closed gateway into the underground kingdom of Batmazgarod. You see a glow and you hear some noise up ahead. A figure about four feet tall and very stocky. They're wearing fine-scaled armour that gleams in the warm light that glows from two crystals mounted on the sides of their helmet. They have a large beard carefully formed into three decorative plaits and they're holding a substantial two-handed axe. They are surrounded by kobolds. There are several dead kobolds and what looks like another dead person on the ground near them. I'm going to go and kick in and punch in. Flying kick! Tristan jumps straight over the kobold he's landing, aiming at and lands on his ass the other side of them. Another one pokes a spear into him. I fought a flesh golem. I've gone toe-to-toe with a mechanical robot. And now two kobolds, which I saw in a drug-induced walking coma, are about to end me. Enigma, everyone else is still clowning, but you're feeling pretty beat up. What are you going to do? I'm just going to chug the cure potion I was going to have anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll a d8, which I think is your oh, damage. So. Damage Woo! That's considerably less bad. Still need a bit of healing, but not that much. And then get rid of this. Uh, Enigma, how much armour do you actually have? None. Oh, right. <laughs> It's slowed me down. We're going to buy you some armour. We're going to buy you Ooh. some armour. Is it my birthday? Uh, yeah. It better be classy armour. I don't want anything uh, shoddy or, you know, a bit kind of clanky. It's got to have uh, a little bit of uh, suave and sophisticatedness about it. Is that true? Mainly what it's got to have is armour. Yeah. It's... <laughs> because... <laughs> we'll, we'll start with a base level Made of, of armour and work our way up from there, style-wise. Farmer armour. Percy. Yes. There are two archers right in front of you. They and are. there's a there's a semi disarmed kobold behind you, but you probably can't see that. It sounds like Tristan's got it. Yeah, I reckon whatever's <laughs> happening behind me, completely under control. I'll just grab these archers and smack their skulls together. <laughs> Sweet, give me a hack and slash. Well, it was going to happen sooner or later, really, wasn't it? <laughs> just going to clap in front of them. Can we just yeah. stand back and let the dwarf handle Which, this? He had it under control. It's amusing, because that's basically what I do. Just completely miss their heads and just start clapping. Percy <laughs> <laughs> yes. just does a big, slow hand clap <laughs> over the head. Or a slash golf clap. Then two arrows are released directly at him. Uh, roll... 2d6. 
<laughs> now you can roll high. Well, all right. So, so you take uh, you take a couple of damage. That's that. all right. Deal with that. Tristan, there's a spear sticking out of your side. I mean, it hurts, it's distracting, but I'm going to use this to focus. You can pull it off. taught me a new way to handle. So there's two kobolds either side of Percy. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to kind of grip my teeth, draw my bow, and knock two arrows, two, oh, wow. two strings from one bow. Yes! But the thing Sweet. is... I think everything's fine. Can I just ask That's something fine. about the map? About how the map's laid out? Did Tristan even did Tristan even make it as far as Enigma? Because he was attempting to heal her. No, he oh, was no. trying to get to her, but he got. Uh, oh, he, he, got he didn't even get as far as moving. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, as he went to move, he was like, "I'm getting this way," and the cobalt beside him yeah. was like, "Stab." <laughs> With the spear coming out of my side, I spin round to face two kobolds, and I'm like. To me, motherfucker, and release, and the spear hits one of the kobolds in the face as well, and he's like, ah, to you! (laughs) (laughs) No slacking! Um, So I'm effectively taking out three kobolds. Give me your uh, two notes from one string. It's not going to happen. Two notes from one string. Dex? That is Dex, yes. The thing is, Lady Luck plays, plays fast and loose with me, but not when it counts, like now. She she mostly plays loose with you. Are you joking? Wait, that's a that's a success. Seven is a success rather than a failure. That's a success. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So roll your damage. Seven is, if anything, the worst success that you can get. Yes, but Uh, here's the key: it is a success. Yeah, or it's what we call within Dungeon World a mixed success. Yeah, I mean... Which, for this move, means that uh, you release two arrows, one hits a target, one hits something else. Um, Roll 2d6. Okay, the first target goes down like a sack of shit. Okay, and what's the second one? Interestingly enough, this target does not drop. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Okay, I want you to roll a... D2. No, don't. I know what's coming. Heads is Percy. Yes. Tails is the Cobalt. I guess that. It's no biggie if you hit me. Okay. D2. Three. <laughs> Wait, that's a D12. Please <laughs> roll a D2. Two rolls. A D12. I don't have D2 as an option. I've got a D4. Do that again, and we'll say odd is Percy, even is Cobalt. Percy is odd. Uh, Percy is odd. Percy takes six damage. Ah, Tristan, my old friend. <laughs> I mean, a hit. Also, an arrow hits hits one of the kobolds, and it looks a little bit worse for wear. It just coughs a bit and carries on. <laughs> is that three new kobolds at the top of the map? There are three kobolds at the top of the map, yes. They've been there all along. Okay. Have they acted yet? They? they haven't done anything okay. yet. Those are friendly ones. The dwarf looks at you, Percy, and says, What are you doing here? Never mind. There'll be more if there are some here. We can't let any of them escape. And they start to making their way up the corridor. Genocide! 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 <laughs> when you say they start making their way up, the dwarf does or the kobolds? The dwarf does, yeah. Okay, fine. Well, I've got two kobolds in front of me, so I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. my options are fairly limited. Yeah, Bam- Bambury, you have a kobold in front of you. What are you going to do? Oh, I was confused why like, Tristan didn't kill it after it stabbed him. Um, but yes. yeah, I'll try... And- oh, wait, I hit it with the spear, remember? 
Yeah, all that did was kind of wrench your ribs. Well, he might be concussed because someone hit him in the face with a brick. We'll move on from that. I'll try and hit the cobbled <laughs> again. And I succeed. Hey. You succeed admirably. Very admirable. Yeah. Four out of four. Yeah, the kobold dies uh, <laughs> instantly. Enigma, uh, you're feeling a little better, and there's a bunch of kobolds up the corridor, plus uh, your dwarf acquaintance appears to have headed off into a side corridor. I would like to follow him down the corridor, but as I had to go, I turn around and I fire off a shot at one of the kobolds. Okay, so they're the other side of your friends. So they're going up here, and you're currently down here. Oh, right, okay. So You can shoot one of the ones that's right next to her. But you can certainly shoot one of the ones by Percy. I'll shoot that one of the ones by Percy. Okay, give me a volley. I mean, me and Tristan are kind of in the way, so if this fails, but that, that couldn't happen. It's a mixed bag. Yeah, it didn't happen. All right, you can uh, do reduced damage. You can lose an ammo. Or you can put yourself in a spot or danger. No, let's do reduced damage. Okay, roll a d6. No, roll your damage, then roll another right. uh, d6. Roll my damage. Okay, that's great. Now roll a d6. Excellent work. <laughs> Excellent work all around. Your arrow skitters past its feet. Brilliant. Narrowly missing. It momentarily glances over at you. Sup. Percy, you've got the uh, two ahead of you now. Are you going to uh, the sort of devastation to bring them all down? Ah, uh, yes. Um, just die. Just slice in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Sweet. Okay, roll your damage. <laughs> you did sound a bit half-assed in your, ah, oh, just die. So two damage seems representational. I was a little half-arse. You kill one of the kobolds. And the other has no opportunity to get to you. Sure. Your dwarf friend with their light has vanished up the corridor. Okay. Don't die, dwarf friend. Tristan, it's your moment to shine. There's a kobold and a dwarf. So there's one kobold left. There's one kobold and your dwarf friend has vanished up the corridor. I'm tired of being embarrassed by these kobolds. So I kind of get to my feet with purpose and start this bounding stride and leap up, grabbing the kobold by the head and slamming my knee into his head. Give me a strength roll. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was strength. <laughs> it's, it's got tense because we can see a very big <laughs> stew head. Yeah, oh my God. <coughs> I think Stu's rolled. trying to see if he can gain two levels in one fight, <laughs> which by looks of it, he might actually do. How is it even possible to be this bad? I'm going to have impressive. a break, guys, because <laughs> the dice are not in my favour. Every time I give a cool description that should give me dice, I am halfway through level four already. I started level three. Did you have a one-night stand with Lady Luck and not call her back? I don't even remember. I think that's the worst part. Man, she knows. She knows. That's why she's so angry. Well... I'm, I'm not even going to try and describe what happens. I'll just let Ben decide whether I soil myself mid-air or <laughs> whether, as I land the blow, he's sick all over my mouth, but I swallow something. Uh, no, and me. the spear, the spear digs deeper into me as I pass out from vomit-induced <laughs> sickness. Have you not taken the spear out of your side no, yet? No! Well, that's your problem, isn't it? You're, everything you're doing, you you've got a spear stuck in your kidney. You never. Rem- it will just open the wound up. We're in the heart of combat. 
So Tristan, as described, you leap up, dive round Percy, go to near in the face, but as you do so, the spear sticking out of your side kind of hooks on Percy and it just hits your trajectory a bit. <laughs> and so your knee passes over and the kobold just looks up at you and just you almost in slow motion you see it bow come back and the arrow loosed into your crotch as you pass oh, over. Yes. Roll okay. a d6. I love how you're pole vaulting over this, but using your guts instead of your hands. <laughs> it's like the shittest acrobat in the world. Right. Right, Jumped off a platform onto Enigma's head into the guts of a flesh monster. It is, it is one damage. Tonight I am the Crudy Draw Swords comic relief. <laughs> it is incapacitatingly painful yeah. for a moment. You're just like dropped. Bambri, uh, your guys seem to be doing pretty well. Well, I'm going to stare in confusion at Tristan for a second. Then I'm going to walk forward and try and hit the final kobold in the head. As you do, the dwarf reappears, followed by a massive gout of flame just running out of the corridor. And this flame car whooshes out of the corridor and dissipates behind them. And they're like, that was a little close. What do you do? I... Uh, changed my mind on the situation i believe that enigma needs some company so i'm gonna go back and just check she's okay enigma how are you getting on fine um i don't suppose you could hear me up a little more could you while you're there in case there's any more of these cobalt chaps around well funny story i leveled up and then you can only take a certain amount of spells so i can cast (laughs) The ability to make an charm apple. people by being an old person or make people fall asleep by eating an apple. That's about it right now. What? How? <laughs> why, as you level up, you get weaker? <laughs> how, is that, how is that a good character class to choose? Situationally, they're very useful and we were in town when I leveled up. However, so- I haven't thought... You never thought what we really need in this adventure. The one thing we've been needing since the beginning of the series. Sleepy apples, yeah. Is an apple that makes women sleep slightly longer than men. It's a bit rapey. In case, <laughs> in case Enigma just really needs some sleep. I could deal like, with a nap. I've got a cure for that. It's, so, are we going to chase this? Um... It's combat useful. How? Throw an apple into their mouth. Yes! That is actually my plan. You thought if we were to face Hannah Gulch once more, you would just huzz an apple into her mouth and hope she swallowed by holding her nose. Well, that, or we put an apple on the end of one of your arrows and you shoot the apple into their mouth and hope that they bite down. That's pretty no, badass. Was... Time, William Tell. That would be pretty bad. Yeah, Maybe she likes badass. apples. Look. It hasn't paid off, but... Um, are we going to follow our dwarf friend? He's running towards us. Is he? Yeah, they were running towards you, and uh, three more kobolds appear out of the corridor. One of them looks a bit different and has a staff with a dragon's head on it. The dragon's head on the staff has glowy eyes. Ooh. Another useful thing a wizard can do is he can, uh, they can dispel magic and, like, counterspell and stuff. Yeah, witches can't. Just (laughs) (laughs) summon an apple, quick spell. Yeah. Quick, become okay, an old so, man! Enigma. <laughs> Come on, Obi. The out. Wait, you can still cast Press Precipitation, though. Yeah, don't worry, Press I've got it. Maybe, 
maybe now is the time to cast that because I still don't oh. know what it does. You do this with your fingers. Can I, can I cast that, Ben? Yeah, like you can create like a small minor illusion with it. I'm going to create an eruption of green around me that forms two great green hands. And from those hands, slowly the finger rises. (laughs) (laughs) And an aura shines around me of two massive hands flipping the bird at this shitty little kobold. Then I realised I was deliberately not casting spells because I think dwarfs don't like spell casting. (laughs) (laughs) I like... Okay, apart from not being healed, is there anything else you're planning to do, Enigma? Um, no, I guess not. I mean, I can't hit anything from here. You could probably hit the archer. You've got a bow, haven't you? Can I get that? I thought there was someone in the way. Uh, You're a good shot. You can shoot between. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about that. You know, nobody else seems to. (laughs) I've got it. Bam. Yes. Ooh, nice. Good shooting. Roll your damage. Bam acceptable sweet your arrow kills the one next to percy you're welcome nice. percy you're now in the clear apart from this kobold who appears to have a dragon staff and two other kobold guards what do you do um, i'm gonna reach down to tristan and pick him up off the floor and i don't think i'm on the floor oh you're on the floor sonny jim you were quite well damaged you've got an arrow in your crotch oh, i'm on the floor I'm going to pick him up off the floor. I'm going to slap him in the face and say, come on, Tristan, pull yourself together. We're yeah. on the wall together. We fought harder odds than this. Let's do this. And I'm just going to throw yeah. myself through the air at the uh, the kobold with the dragon staff. Nice. So give me a hack and slash. I thought you were going to throw Tristan through the air. Whoosh! <laughs> <laughs> like we're in this together! Whoosh! Um, oh, well. Strength or dex? This is strength. Yeah, that's pretty good. So basically, you just dive forward and stab it. And as you do, all the fire around it just bursts out into this weird sphere of flame and then is sucked back in and vanishes into your sword. And your sword flickers for a moment and then the kobold just kind of falls dead in front of you. I'll wander up on top of the kobold and pick up my sword and look at the other two. Sweet. You want a piece of this? Okay, Tristan, uh, you're in quite a lot of pain, but Percy has given you a little inspiring speech there. Yeah, and there's how many kobolds left? There's two kobolds left. One each. This is my one chance. This is the only chance to make it work. So Give it 110%. I'm going to give it 110%. I'm going to shout, This is for you, Percy! And Banbury loots! And then <laughs> what about me? You can't ever be mentioned. Well, you're the initial. <laughs> I basically, I don't actually want to draw attention to you, but it's funny that Banbury's going to get in trouble if the Colbert was brought back. <laughs> so, and I'm just going to slowly but purposefully draw two arrows, which oh. I've, over the last few months I've been practicing, and I actually grabbed two regular arrows, but this time I've kind of I've trimmed the flights down on one side, so I've got the, the spin to send it either side of Percy's head and he's just going to see two kobolds drop in front of him as I, mm. as I hit during, during the, uh, over those past few months when you've been practicing not once has it been a success but you have <laughs> no, been practicing but I've been getting closer <laughs> yeah. I've been getting closer make that roll Tristan in fact I get the feeling I'm close enough tonight <laughs> boom hey! There is something in the air tonight. Roll your damage, Tristan. At least Tristan. one of them is getting killed. Boom, Percy, four damage. 
<laughs> and roll roll the damage for your dwarf friend. Oh, oh no. piss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're kind of knocked back a bit. Banbury. Why do you have that ability? All it does is hurt us. I don't know. Did Tristan actually just shoot the dwarf? Yes, slightly. He didn't know. <laughs> in in his favour, that's probably entirely distracted from your whole magic thing. Right, but yeah, I was going to say, the dwarf actually was facing forward, so I'm going to assume the dwarf hasn't noticed I'm a spellcaster, and I'm just going to saunter up so I'm kind of nearish, Tristan? Yep. Um, ah, fuck it, I'll go the whole way, and I'll, I'll lob Jabruce okay. uh, in the sock at this thing's head. Okay, give, give me a volley, so that's a dex roll. There we go. Fly, nice. my pretties! Sweet. Nice, so... Fly, my bookies. Roll your damage. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. Strong. So Jabruce clunks into the kobold and then it kind of hits them in the chest and they grab at it and they then have it in their hand no! and they throw it right back at you. Oh, that's all right. What do you do? Uh, well, I'm going to try and dive out the way, but also be very grateful that I didn't lose Jabruce. You're going to catch it with your teeth. <laughs> yeah, I, no. <laughs> Give me a dex roll. Yes. You dive out of the way and catch Jabruce as you pass. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wasn't even trying. Enigma, it looks like Banbury's finished playing Piggy in the middle. So what are you going to do? Are they, oh, they're all dead, are they? No, there's one final kobold and there's a pretty injured dwarf if you want to finish him off. I think I might not. I'm just going to get that last kobold then. I'm going to save the day. I'm just going to shoot it from over here. I should be able to get that, surely. Yes, sure. Surely. Yes. So your arrow goes through and it just impales the kobold. Yeah! And all the kobolds are dead. Hooray! You're welcome, dwarf! The dwarf turns and says, Thank you very much! And then they go over and they... They? I thought there's only one, isn't there? There is only one, yes. It doesn't... Don't know if it's male or female. Yes. Oh, right. I thought you meant they as in plural. I was confused. Okay. Yep. No, it's, it's, it's they as in non-gender specific pronoun. They look down at the body on the floor and they say, Ah, poor old Groon, the good ranger. And then they look around at you and say, Grambul Rombaz Sanike Batmasgarod. Thank you. <laughs> All right, but no crusts. Um... <laughs> uh, we should introduce ourselves. Uh, what, what do you know about dwarves, Tristan? I know... Quite a lot, actually. I uh, thought so. Why don't you spout lore on the topic? I will. I will. <laughs> the, the thing I can tell you about L, uh, dwarves is dwarves are some of the tallest creatures um, in the realms. They, oh my god, did you feel that again? They value the use of magic. And they're very informal. So I'm going to kind of, as the dwarf declares his name and all this pomp and ceremony, I know that he doesn't really like that. So I'm going to be like, what up, blood? Tristan too wild. <laughs> and I'm going to kind of give him a cold shoulder, like, because I know they respect, dwarves respect that. They don't like bling. They hate long hair, especially on men. And they kind of, they respect kind of like, uh, disrespect, so they're kind of all about disrespect. And they live in the woods. Yeah, and they, if it wasn't for a big door, they live in the woods. I'm like, yo, blood, the woods is free for you, so let's leave this dingy mountain, yeah, which is whack, and let's go out and live among the trees and study nature. 
Yo. The uh, dwarf says, I'm, it's a while since I've dealt with overlanders, but didn't you shoot me? <laughs> Roll with it, Tristan. Come on. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to be like, yeah. Style it out. Yeah, what of it? That's how we greet each other. Yeah. That's that's the way we roll, yeah, on land. Um, I'm, I'm... The dwarf says, "Ah, oh, I don't, I don't really understand your overlander culture, but very well." Yeah, well, you wouldn't, would you? Yeah, you're out of touch. It is fine to meet you, and they just pull out a little tiny crossbow and shoot you, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll a d six. Oh god! <laughs> oh, she's in hell. Um, so now I guess that I've kind of come to my senses and I'm like, now we are one. And I'm going to embrace him in a big bear hug. And <laughs> he's going to be like, yeah. And the thing is, it pushes my arrow deeper into his body and the bolt goes further into me. But <laughs> I'm going to stand in front of Tristan uh, and briefly look out at Tristan and say, um, that's not how we roll. That, that's not, <laughs> not, not how we roll. And I'll look back at the dwarf. You're now um, in the middle of a barred dwarf sandwich. Yeah. So the dwarf wraps <laughs> his arms around you as I do, and you ruin this really beautiful moment. Tristan, this is awkward. The dwarf steps back as you kind of grope onto Percy and, and kind of says, is, is that one an idiot? That one is an idiot, yes. We would, we would call... Him. I don't even know why we bring him anyway. It's so bad. <laughs> it's for the tunes, man. For the tunes. We we are interested in making contact with your your, your culture um, and your your peoples. Uh, obviously, we have attempted to help you out here. Perhaps you could assist us by um, by accompanying by accompanying us to your leader or whoever it is that uh, can speak on behalf of uh, of your peoples. We um, won't shoot then. I kind of want to. I want to cross my arms across my chest and lean against Percy, kind of a, a rap style. Yo. <laughs> uh, well, it's really hard for you to do that because there's still a spear in your side. Yeah. To be fair, in in my defence, I am embracing the failed rolls. <laughs> you you're going crazy with them. I'm yeah, liking I've it. I've got to. I'm, I'm stuck. I've just got to power through this. So the dwarf says. Well, I suppose uh, you should come with me to Anike. Perhaps you could get your idiot there to carry Orca's groom for us. Yeah. Uh, the idiot is actually as weak as a small child, so uh, the rest of us will just do that. A Bambri's the one who carries stuff. Who is Orca's groom? Is that your fallen comrade? That is correct, yes. I am sorry for your loss. Uh, our idiot is an idiot, and I would not wish that upon your people. Uh, Bambri... <laughs> who is in training to be a great paladin, will carry your fallen. Come on, Bambi, let's go! Uh, (laughs) And also a couple of rocks. All right, no. I'm going to try and pick up the dwarf. I'm going to fail to pick up the dwarf. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully not disrespectfully (laughs) dropping it on any of its squelch. You rolled a five, that's disrespectful. I I will look back at this dwarf. I apologise. This this is really heavy. <laughs> and I will I will pick up his fallen comrade myself. Yeah, there we go. I kind of hope you drop him too. <laughs> <laughs> do I need a strength If we do, then there it is. <laughs> Whoa! For God's sake, how strong is Percy? I'm gonna bounce him on my head. 
Percy picks up Groon's uh, body and Groon's head and just juggles them as he walks <laughs> nonchalantly down the uh, corridor. Good job you didn't use that head as a weapon. <laughs> I'm going to heal myself as I go, by the way. I always use head as a weapon. <laughs> so, Rumbaz, Gramble, as you establish their name is, uh, leads you off down the corridors toward the town of Anike. In the UK. Which is the nearest high town. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the UK, oh. no. I was hoping someone could make that joke. as you get closer to the town you start to see more corridors spreading off from the underground trackway you rarely see supports they mostly seem almost like grown out of the rock and you start to see larger spaces as well caverns that stretch away to the left or right of the roadway and sometimes you'll see strange reptilian creatures in them, which Rumbaz appears to ignore completely. After a little while, you come to a huge cavern, which has twinkling bits of crystal in its ceiling that look almost like stars and just cast a pale light. And then there is a town of flat-roofed buildings, many of them growing some kind of mushroom on the roof. Cambry. I'm not going to eat their roofing if that's what you're... I don't think the mushrooms are the roof. Some of them also have lizard-like creatures or things that look almost like huge wood lice skittering around on the roofs as well. You're led through this town and you start seeing a lot more dwarves. From what you can tell, they mostly look the same. Like, not exactly the same, but they're all of a similar height and build. They tend to wear their beards differently. Some have more plaits or fewer plaits. You come to a building with a dragon seal on it. Uh, Not an animal that's a cross between a dragon and a seal, sorry. Uh, That's what I had in my head. With a design of a dragon painted on it. And Rumbaz says, you'll need to come with me quickly. I have to report on what just happened. Yeah, certainly. Certainly, Rumbaz. Beyond these gates, uh, who is it we should be expecting to speak to? This is a temple of the five dragons. So events in the war are always reported back to the priests first and foremost, as it is their place to uh, placate the dragons beneath. They better be doing kung fu in here with a name like that. Uh, ben, I take well, it none of the dwarfs we saw on this long walk didn't have beards, so there's no obvious. Everyone had beards. Right, okay, we're going with that for dwarfs, are we? Yep. Okay. How are reptiles managing without sunlight to warm, warm their blood? That's a very interesting question, isn't it? Bloody good question. Is it? I imagine thermal heat, <laughs> otherwise the dwarfs would be freezing down here. They're well. just hanging out around thermal vents. Actually, yeah. with with under about a metre, the temperature remains kind of consistent. It's quite warm underground compared to the outside. Okay. Winter chill, actually. And the creatures looked reptilian. They may or may not have been reptiles. Okay. Um, Rumbus, may we have a moment just to uh, just have a, a quick discussion amongst ourselves? Of course. I'll go and report, and we can take you on to see the town's leader afterwards. The Zormash. Zormash? Zormash. Well... <laughs> Sounds more impressive every time you say it. Um, sorry, Bombard, did you say the war? Are you at war with these kobolds? Yes, the, yeah, the war has persisted for as long as anyone can remember. 
I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. The kobolds seem to have been more active recently. I, I've seen some above ground, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. He's lying. Rummers looks very assessing at you and says, that could be serious news, but you are an idiot. And then turns into... Yes, ignore this one, he's an idiot. Uh, you go and see Zormash. And uh, we, we'll be in. We'll follow you shortly. Uh, we, we just need to ensure that we are correctly uh, tired and presented for your needs. Very so good. Squint as he walks away, giving a look. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll take the the party aside. Okay, um, now in particular, Tristan, what do you actually know uh, about dwarves and their social structure? We're, we're about to interact with the upper echelons, so I don't want to offend them. I'd like to re-roll again, uh, you- Ben. I was obviously I've been healing up on the way I've taken the spear out now and I'm I'm kind of back to full mm. hits let's also take the opportunity to wash ourselves down of, of guts <laughs> and gore yeah is there is there a water fountain am I back up to full hits now Ben there's <laughs> a drinking fountain <laughs> where we can splash <laughs> over ourselves <laughs> fill the reservoir of water with guts <laughs> no let's not do that if there's a drain I'll kind of you're in something like a town square with the temple on one side and there's a fountain behind you but rather than be it or at least a pool that's kind of lit from below with different colored light that seems to shimmer in the water yeah let's not wash ourselves here Mm. i've probably inadvertently offended that guy already (laughs) Uh, okay i was gonna say okay i'm healthy I'm of sound mind. Uh, Do I need to roll for what I know about dwarves again, or can we just can we just say it? Give me spout law. Let's see how this goes. Oh <laughs> my god! How do you do that? It's impossible. <laughs> Holy shit! Stu has rolled a two. Thing is, Percy, everything I told you before now is correct. There is no real hierarchy here. There kind of is an every man for himself sort of situation. I'm right, okay. I am tired of this game. <laughs> I hate dice rolling games, but I am three points away from my next level. Justin, you are you are our natural diplomat. Um, I, I guess I put the part of you. Who would you say is better suited to conduct these discussions? I mean, you obviously have an awful lot of knowledge about dwarves. It seems to conflict with everything we've experienced so far. It's probably me. If I'm honest, I will take the lead on this. Okay, that's good. Right, then let's... Let's get down to the briefing then. There's a few things that we need to um, acknowledge and be aware of before we go into these negotiations. So, um, number one, we have basically already directed an army to stomp through these lands and what mediocre defences that happens to exist just by virtue of the fact that the, um, the, the Fae left some kind of creature there, we have destroyed, so they are going to walk on in. Um, we need to be aware of that, if not reveal it. Uh, the second thing that we need to be aware of is that the dwarves are at war with the kobolds. Now, that could be a potential bargaining chip. Should we wish to go down that route, we could offer them to actually join the fray actively, uh, which would mean that maybe we wouldn't lose the priory and, uh, the priory and farmers uh, and, uh, and our actual lands. Um, 
in exchange for bringing our own armies up to assist them in a war against the kobolds. We could probably make that deal. Um, and if necessary, we could write on a little magic tablet thing just to, to confirm it, but I suspect that will be fine to make, given the severity of the situation that we face um, back at home, um, that is a bit more immediate. Percy? Yes. I would counter with, if the dwarves are currently at war, mm -hmm. they're not going to have the men to send into a, a prolonged, drawn-out war away from their mountains and leave themselves vulnerable. If we, that is true. If we draw reference, we're not going to be able to give them any men, I don't think. We can't divert any men or women away from the war effort right now. No. So we may have to assist them somehow. We could always offer to, you know... I know we're quite good at sneaking in places while you wouldn't think it was. We're quite good as a strike force. We could offer that. Maybe go and try and mm -hmm. take out a high leader for exchange for a few men or assassinate the, send a Nick in to assassinate the cobalt leader. I could probably do that. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we, we should. Wait yeah, a minute. <laughs> It's always a good story. Enigma can have our own sessions recorded with Ben and we'll just dick around talking about watermelons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not... A, I, would, I would counter that, but it's not a bad plan. It is, it is in fact, terrible that um, she seems she has zero armor and we can't resurrect her again. <laughs> yeah, but this is a sneaking mission. This She just needs to sneak in wherever the leader is, get in there undetected. She doesn't... Yeah. She's only struggling when we encumbered morons. You're morons. in the way. We're in the way. In terms of what we have to offer, I would say we have two things. Yes, we could do a, some kind of tra tactical strike if they are aware of a target that would assist them. Uh, we can do that immediately, but bear in mind every moment that we spend um, trying to assist uh, is a moment that we spend away from getting used to the halls of uh, Sing the Song Yidong. However, what we could do is provide them with, at least with the intelligence that an army is on their way to their halls, and perhaps if they hold up and fortified against their army, then we could ensure that they were directed so that they swept through the kobolds areas of control, um, and the, the two enemy forces destroyed each other. Yeah, but why are the army even going to come, why would the army even worry about the dwarves? If the doors are checked, the doors are locked, the army may or may not know that. They don't need to bother the dwarves. The dwarves have got their own problems. If you leave them alone, they're not going to bother the dwarves. Um, because we have told the Priory that we are taking the sword, but the, that army is looking for, and uh, an awful lot of the point of that army sweeping up into our lands is to look for that sword. We have told them that they are going through the dwarven lands and then on through the desert um, to the halls of Manheim. So they are going to be coming through here, come what may. Now we can tell the dwarves that and they can be appraised of the situation and so hold up so that that army pretty much solely destroys the kobolds and not them, um, thus leaving a vacuum that they can move into and, and Follow up on. Okay, but I don't or think we, we can promise our direct aid um, if they are able to spear enough forces to assist in actually stopping that army. Okay, but I think we don't help. want to necessarily paint the picture that we've told the baddies where to come. No, we don't want to do that. That's. I mean, you are our diplomat, and I'm assuming that you are shrewd enough to not just spill those beans. Perhaps is, I am wrong in that soon as you fail at everything you do. <laughs> when Lady Luck gets involved, <laughs> all kind of planning or thought or character thinking goes out the window, and 
whatever happens, happens. But let's give it a go. <laughs> well, hang on, right? No, let's make some safeguards. Let's let's agree a safe word, which <laughs> yeah. point somebody else will jump in and That's come up with some bullshit. Maybe if you jump in at all, I will yes. stop talking because I've rolled. Back. <laughs> That's how he rolls. Don't think your bad rolls will be exclusively limited to you. Like, their effects could hit anyone. I just make a hard move. And yet they haven't right. at all yet, and I'm three points off the next yet. level. So, <laughs> let's be honest. Okay, right. Here's the deal. You right. So that's the brief. You yes. know what's going on, yes? Do you agree? Yes, but what should we say is the reason... Should we just say they're following us? We've been trailed. We're being followed. We know the army's coming this way. They, we've got something they want. And... Uh, well, we, we, we go in and we say that... Uh, we know that there is an army that is intending to um, come through these realms. Um, we may be able to uh, hold them off if they are able to offer sufficient forces uh, prior to that, because they will be able to aid the forces of the, the, the Priory, um, in which case they should get their asses to farmer. Um, but if they are not able to do that, then we are willing to... Um, to, to wager that they will be coming this way anyway, um, at which point they should be prepared for that. Now, it may be that they want to take them on. It may be that they want to defend against it so that they attack the kobolds and the, the two enemy forces will swallow themselves up. Either way, so be it. We either want them to take them on and win or to um, fortify themselves so that they, they, they don't get involved in it at all. Um, so that's that is, I, I guess, where we're going with that. Now, if you decide for some reason that you're going off in one or that you are screwing up, then let's say right, you start talking about Bambri's mum, that means one of us needs to <laughs> jump in and bail you out. Okay, my final idea would be, is it worth mentioning that we can send a note to have the word spread that the kobolds have stolen the sword. So when the army comes through, they will target the kobolds as quickly as possible, leaving their flanks open to the dwarves. We could do that. Yes, maybe. yes. Don't, don't say the method by which we can use it, but say that we can ensure that that word is spread. We can have the word spread. Right. Okay, guys, I'm ready. I'm in the zone. Let's hope the Zod comes back shortly. I'm going to straighten myself down. Tidy myself up, bit of water on the face, Phew, get yep. out of the gym. Let's get in there drinking fountain, wash ourselves down, chew a bit of mint, and let's go. <laughs> Grumbaz returns from the temple with very uncannily helpful timing. <laughs> and they look you up and down and they say, Right, yes, good. Overlanders, eh? Where where should I say you're from? My lords, we're from the realms of Karis. I can't remember where we've been. Paris isn't the town. Oh, we come we come from Falmouth. Is this a different dwarf to the one we spoke to earlier? No, this is this is the one you spoke to earlier. And they're looking at you now and saying, Lords, you do know that's yes. that's a difficult term here, don't you? Um I, I was unaware, I apologise. It's it's a, a simple way of speaking in Falmouth. It means respect. Um I must apologise for my previous transgressions as well. I I wasn't myself. I hit him in the head with a brick, in fairness, <laughs> so that's probably on me. And I, I mean, you saw I had a spear in my side. I'm, I'm good. We come to you in dire straits. We really need um, help, basically. Rumbasel says, well, we can't offer you money for nothing, but I, I, take, I, take your cre- <laughs> I take your creature's point about the traumatic injury to your head. 
that could have caused curious behaviour. It, it did. It, there were no dice involved. I'm sure you'll be suitable to speak to the Zormash. Of course we are. We're all brothers in arms. <laughs> and sisters. When, when you say, and sisters, Enigma. Oh, Enigma. <laughs> you just have let this one Me? slide? Allowing for accuracy. <laughs> they wanted siblings. Didn't have to go gender specific. Grumbaz says, oh, wait, so you're the leader to you, Enigma. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Very good. Come with me. Uh, but um, wait. I, I speak uh, speaker here is Tristan. I, I uh, lead from the back. I think... Dwarfs might be a female-led society. Can you confirm that, uh, dwarf? Grumba says, obviously. You wouldn't let men do any significant jobs. Well, yeah, obviously. There we go. Come along, let's see the Zormash. So, also, that dwarf is a woman. Just anyone that wasn't... She leads you into another hall, like on the other side of the square. It looks like there's a corridor, and on each side are rooms which contain tables. And at many of the tables, you see various dwarves sitting with sheaves of paper and scrolls working through look like some of them are writing notes filling in ledgers it's hard to tell exactly but they seem to be a surprising number of them just in engaged in paperwork she knocks on the door and a voice beyond goes yes and grumbaz opens the door revealing the zormash of anike um and she says this is romparagar osmak sanike batmazgorod Greetings. What's up, homies? <laughs> as, as you've probably guessed by now, Dwarven names are surname first. So Uzmok is wearing a fine robe of deep red fabric woven with scales similar to that seen in Dwarven armour. Her beard is lustrous and black with three long plaits. Uzmok says, Grumbaz, who have you brought? And Grumbaz says, we've got visitors from the Overland. Um, this one here she indicates enigma is qualified to speak for them the others are and she like fiddles with her beard and does a little coughing sound we have penises the three of us <laughs> have penises so enigma's gonna yeah i'm sorry about that it's it's a testosterone thing they they speak that way they're yeah you you understand high five. um you know i like to keep them around as pets they can be quite amusing with their ideas Osmuk smiles and nods and says yes yes understandable I'm surprised they're allowed to do such practical jobs, but each to their own, I suppose. Us cultures have to be a little different. If we'd all be the same, it was boring, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I'll give an impish dance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play my role. And I'm going to see if it pleases my master slash mistress, which is obviously a I'm going to pat him patronisingly on the head and say, well done. Young Tristan. I'm going to pant like a dog. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to pick up a stick and throw a stick for him. I'm going to look across to these two as I run off the stick. Come on! I'm going to Make look back at him and say, and say, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, sure wish I'd been listening to the conversation about how we were going to diploma. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> When in Dwarven lands, do what the Dwarvens do. <laughs> I will bring the stick back. But yeah, Enigma, don't forget to tell him that the army's coming. Uzmok says, how can we help you? Well... Uh, forgive me, I, I didn't catch your name. Ah, sorry, my name is Enigma. Enigma. Very good. These here. Very convenient having the same first name and surname, Enigma. I, it is, it's really helpful. Um, it helps you remember. Um, 
Ah, yes. And, and these um, insignificant words. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, um, okay. So that's fair enough. So, they're, they're, yes. How have you come into our town at all? This is a long way from the, the cities of the fiefdoms. Yeah, well, we found the found a lovely ziggurat. You probably haven't seen that for a number of generations, but it's got a door, and um, we met these ravioli bats and a weird amalgamation flesh globular thing. Got rid of it though. Don't worry. So, the ziggurat? Do you mean uh, Langora Gate? Almost certainly. <laughs> this is very exciting. What this could open a whole new trade route. Um, is the city there still uh, populous? Not as much. Oh. However, however, opening up trade. Speaking of opening up trade routes, um, <laughs> there's also a possibility that we'd like to open up a route ourselves. Um, as Mark Carve leans forward and starts looking really interested. Yeah. Um. Just we've we've just got an army that's uh, after us, and um, and we were just wondering if we could you know, lead a route through for them so that maybe they they got through, but maybe they uh, they got attacked by those um those cobalts you've got. I think we could kill two birds with one stone here. Why I mean your army not birds. Why why I don't understand. Oh not ours, not ours. Ones ones that are um ones that are after us. Oh, there's an army following you. Certainly looking for us. Well I suppose you're in a good place to hide, but if they do follow you, what do you expect us to do? Well, I was thinking with some subterfuge, we could make them go down whatever route sends them into the kobolds. Uh, Maybe um, your ongoing war with the kobolds, uh, they can fight each other until both sides are dead. That suits us both. (laughs) Usmok kind nods slowly and then looks at you again. She gets it. (laughs) <laughs> and she says, why are they following you? They're just after some stuff. We have a sword of theirs. Yes, yeah, so... The dog's right. You could be perceived as international criminals or other wanted persons of interest is another way you're, you could describe this situation. Only if you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Well, there are four of you and an army of them. So explain how these perspectives work. Is it the that four is somehow a higher number than however many are in the army? Is it the greatest good We're to more the greatest, important. More important, I see. We're more important, and I think, I think their army's got a lot of men in it. Also, they're the aggressors. They're coming into other people's lands and other people's territories. Just like if someone walked into here and attacked you, even if there was a greater number of them, they'd be in the wrong because this is your land. Obviously. We... Ah. <coughs> she coughs a bit and then uh, says to Enigma, uh, that, that wasn't a bad point from your... Uh, your thing there. I train them. <laughs> it's an experiment to see how, how much they can actually fit into their small brains. <laughs> so you are persons of international interest smuggling a sword into our kingdom. Now, you must see that I am rather finely balanced on this in this respect because... You do have excellent voice. Opening that gate is very... Just sit forward in the chair. You won't fall off the back. <laughs> Opening this gate has done us a great service. However, leading an army into our kingdom would do us a great disservice. I, how far behind you are they? Uh, while 
I'm going to consult with these guys. Do we know? Nah. Um, what's that, Ingle? At the moment, they're not even coming in this direction. Maybe if they were particularly driven and didn't stop a month um, on perhaps at sort of the the most fast estimates um, on more realistic estimates if they were to take stock and do tactical arrangements that sort of thing perhaps six weeks or two months the important thing is the important thing is this gives you time enough to send that army in the direction of the cobalts and destroy them for you time to prepare yes interesting you could end the cobalt war forever I fear not for the Cobalds are almost like a shadow of us. They seek to awaken the dragons as we seek to maintain their sleep. We've got an apple for that. <laughs> Do they like apples? The dragons asleep under this uh, mountain range. The dragons asleep in the foundations of the world. It is the heart of our religion. The five dragons underlie everything, and all our priests dedicate their lives to the service of expending their power to prevent them from ever gaining wakefulness. Ben, do we know anything about dragons? Does it connect to the main religion of human beings at all? Do we know anything about dragons? Or? Dragons are acknowledged, but they're not really part of the theology of the church at all. So stuff from religions from before the time, uh, tide of light, before human beings came kind of or possibly just the dwarven culture is so isolated and different from the one above that their belief system is completely almost disconnected or concerned with very different things okay cool so she says it's the foundation of our whole culture oh i keep speaking to your pets i do apologize enigma that's that is fine. I understand. I understand. It's impolite to address them. It it is. I mean, you know, they've tried so hard to overcome their natural uh, inferiorities. Enigma, I need to go to the toilet. Enigma, you find yourself a corner. Enigma, I need the toilet. Okay. <laughs> Am I allowed to go to the toilet in the corner in here, Enigma? Yeah. Why not? I'm I'm assuming there's probably some toilets around. Yes, Usmok says. I I will send one of our men folk to escort him, and she like knocks on the table, and from a door behind. A uh, dwarf comes out and like looks at her worriedly, and she says, "This one requires." Oh, it'll explain. And the dwarf walks past. The dwarf has four plaits on their beard. That's the only thing you can see distinguishing them. I don't want to miss any conversation, so if you can just bring me a bucket and a sponge. He bucket and a sponge. Looks at you. Looks worriedly at her. Looks at you again. Looks worriedly at her. She just gives a little shake of her head, and he pops back into his door, and she comes glares irritatedly at you and then says to Enigma could you keep it under better control please? I'm sorry, they sometimes struggle with their bladders. I will give Bambooey a slap. <laughs> Go with the nice man thing. And just put my finger on my face. <laughs> what was I saying before you uh, before we were so rudely interrupted? You were saying how you were quite all right with us being here and how you were you were going to help us deal with the armies it went through, I believe. She says, well, we're grateful to you for opening up a new trade route and there may be potential. Tell me of this army. What is their cause? Why do they seek to take your lands? Um, it, it's, a, it's an issue of faith. Um, I'm going to refer you to... Um, my pet, who is particularly... Um, he's read up on these things. Who who are you uh, talking to? Cleft. Percy? 
be weird if it was one of the other two. Um, I, I will wander up towards a big butt and just rub my head <laughs> on the leg. Like a cat's That's a good boy. Now, could you repeat everything that we made you practice to say about faith and why the army's following us? Um, <laughs> yes, uh, of course, my liege. By your command. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> My lady, lords, however you refer to yourselves, Osmak. Uh, yes, uh, you see, uh, my my lady Enigma uh, allows me to speak, <laughs> and in doing so, I praise you of the situation. You see, um, there is a large army uh, from lands that we refer to as Sudek, and they are progressing north. Um, now, this is a threat to the interests that we hold um, as a, a, a group of individuals. Um, however, it is a, an existential threat, threat to yourselves. Um, you see, we, we do not understand that they will stop at um, our peoples. Uh, they will continue onwards. We've already spoken to the elves. We imagine that they will continue onwards um, and attempt to conquer or else come into conflict with the elves and indeed um, to yourselves through the routes that we have um, just just walked. It's our, our understanding that they intend to progress through your halls uh, and onwards to deserts and east from there. Now, they worship a particular god goddess, as you will, however you wish to uh, identify these things. Uh, not a dragon. They believe strange things. Not a dragon. No, no, not a dragon. Fine, continue. Something other than a dragon. Something perhaps more akin to the canopy of fae, um, if they exist within your legends. Um, some Their name is not forgotten by our people. Uh, well, yes. So they worship perhaps a a dark force, um, and they align themselves suddenly against the interests of yourselves, from what we understand. Now, as we've said previously, we expect to uh, make contact with them um, amongst ourselves within the next fortnight, perhaps. It may be that... Uh, you dwarves could send some assistance, and that would certainly allow the war to be fought on the grounds that are currently occupied by humans. Um, if you are unwilling or unable, indeed, to do that, then we would imagine that they would meet your lands within one month to two months. Uh, it's difficult to say, depending on how long that they loiter. <laughs> They're just like to loiter about, you know. Hang out. Well, you know, whatever they do, I mean, it depends how tactical they they wish to be, um, how severe their losses are in their their assault against uh, the lands of um, humans. Uzma immediately turns back to Enigma and says, interesting, interesting. So this force moves up out of Sudek, out of the cold south? Yes. Very good. Yes, yes, uh, very uh, little ice cold south, yes. I feel I should add, this army is not tradesworthy. There'll be no one to trade with if they win. Um, they will. They wish to dominate. They will destroy you, your culture and your religion if they can. Whereas we will help you set up with all of the other civilised countries and cities. 
and peoples to trade in one union of <laughs> countries. As Mark is clearly very interested in this idea of trade, we might be willing to make alliance of some kind if you were able to... Are you a formal envoy? Yes. Yes. Um, and I've brought with me my bureaucrats who can write up some of the... Um, uh, agreements. Excellent. I suppose that, uh, well, we could we could talk about numbers later. If we had an agreement in principle, signed and contracted in a way that was uh, considered fitting by both sides, I don't see why we couldn't at the very least set up trade. Whether we could offer military assistance, well... That's another matter. I think we need another body to oversee that, perhaps. <laughs> Quick, set up a committee. <laughs> Love a good committee. Next three episodes, committee meeting. <laughs> right, here's the agenda, bitches. So. <laughs> I'm thinking outside the box. There's a move here, Enigma. Oh, shit. Yeah, committee. Committee move. It's called Parley. There is. I have that. Yeah, everyone has that. When you have leverage on a GM oh. character and manipulate them, roll plus charisma. Oh, yeah. Leverage is something they need or want, which in this case is a trade deal. Boom. On a 10 plus, they do what you ask if you first if you first promise what they ask of you. On a 7 to 9, they will do what you ask but need some concrete assurance of your promise right now. Got an 11. Yeah, thanks for stealing all the luck, guys. <laughs> yep. oh. It's all right, guys. I've got everything covered for contracts and stuff like that, you know? That's constitution, not charisma. <laughs> Bollocks. Oh, no. <laughs> Bollocks. Uh, still there. Okay. They'll need some concrete assurance of your promise. Right. Something borrowed, something blue. I have a... As Mock says, I think we would be able to assist when we can receive a formal statement of which kingdom did you say you were from? Karis. Karis. <laughs> when you we have a formal statement of royal assent, I believe that we will be equipped to go forward on this arrangement. Me and Boundary are going to glance at each other and watch this next week <laughs> very closely <laughs> because we have got our suspicions. So we have to kind of just lean in slightly. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, I am in charge of the country. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not going to come back and bite us in the ass at any stage. Ugh. Guys, shush! Oh, dear me. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I'm blagging it. They like me. Enigma expects her will to be honoured. I do. She's got a tattoo <laughs> to state exactly that. Boom! If anything, her tattoo is glowing right now. As Mock says... We will need that on paperwork, of course, Enigma, Enigma. But I do believe we have a deal. Excellent. And she stands and shakes your hand. I also shake her hand back. It goes into a dwarven handshake, which is quite complicated, but you've got the gist of it because it's like kind of classic street handshakes. Yeah, yeah. It's like underhand, overhand, twist, hand over the back, all that stuff. But you're down with that. Oh, I've already got that down. I've, I've read a few books on that. <laughs> I just do that with my uh, with my homies back in. Uh... That's the one part of, part of dwarven culture you had read on. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, handshakes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's well, it was on that uh, massive book of etiquette I read. <laughs> As Mark says, excellent. The Brett's. And you also assisted Grumbaz in quite a little battle earlier. So 
if you would stay in our guest quarters for a little while, we can set up a corner for your harem there. And obviously we have suitable positions for a foreign dignitary. Ah, thank you very much. Honestly, why you didn't tell us you were in charge of Karis in the first place, it could have smoothed everything over. Well, I, I don't like to throw around my authority too much. She looks sideways and then says, yes, I, I can see the sense in that. Very well, very well. I shall have my lawyers prepare a contract and you can sign it in the morning, perhaps. Ah, excellent. After breakfast. <gasps> breakfast? After breakfast. Ismok <laughs> gives a little bow to you and makes a little uh, sweeping away gesture with her of her hand to uh, Percy, Tristan and Banbury. Grumbaz leads you out and then introduces you to a chamberlain who leads you to a very luxurious suite not far away. Mm. Enigma, I, I still really need that shit, so I'm... Uh, uh, maybe the chamberlain up. has a chamberlain pot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's, there's some... <laughs> Just, <laughs> what just else give me for? like 10 minutes in here. This... How big is this room? Are they going to hear me grunting in there? There is a small door to a privy on one side. I'll leave the door open just in case they want to chat about anything. That no, no, you, you close that. I will chat to Bambi doing his shit. <laughs> <laughs> why, why does this happen? <laughs> so, Percy. Yes, Bambi. She's just lied to like the the queen of the dwarves. How are we going to get out of this? Because as soon as they start chatting to anyone from our country, they'll realise that Enigma's a massive liar. That's Enigma's problem. Bambi, let me be honest with you. I wasn't listening to a word of that. I have no idea what you said. And the important thing to remember is what are the chances they're going to talk to anyone from above land? They'll believe me yeah. first. What? So what did she say? Uh, Enigma told them that she was the princess and that rule, she ruled... Karis. Now, she, I, kind of feel, I, queen. I kind of, yeah, I am currently doing that. The, I feel like. Mm, yeah. I, oh, well, yes, that? naturally you are. Yes, I can see. Yeah. Unfortunately. Have they, have they got a dwarven bee day or is this a kind of, is this more of a manual? You don't even know if there are dwarven bees, let alone their own, own festival. Oh, beehive. What do you mean by a manual? Don't, don't use your digits. Uh, no, there are just three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> well, I guess I'll scrape with a seashell and then finish the conversation outside. <laughs> um, yes, she, well... It depends. I mean, Enigma is Enigma. Maybe she is the princess of Karis. I don't know. Well, uh, that's the only reason I didn't butt in, to be honest. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Let's ask Enigma whether she is the princess of Karis. Hang on a second. Enigma! Hi! Five pounds says she says Hands. no. Five gold. I don't know. I don't, we'll, we'll bring it from there. Enigma! That was some pretty um, good blagging, the... right? Enigma, pretty much convinced them I uh, ran the country. <laughs> I think I am yeah. the best. Of all liars. Imagine that, huh? Um, so, we've always <laughs> known you as Enigma. What actually is your name? Because that's a pretty fucking weird name. Hey, that's been my name. Don't be so rude. Oh, what, all your life? What? Mr. Cleft. So, so <laughs> thank you. Cleft is a, a, an honourable and known name. So, when your parents... Uh, named you. They they said this this 
girl will forever known, be known as Enigma Enigma. Probably. I don't remember. I was very young. <laughs> well, naturally, yes. <laughs> that was a good uh, one. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it, it, this is literally pointless me asking. It, you, you, so, you, you're not accidentally some kind of ruler of Karis or you're from not from some noble family there's no legitimacy to your lies they are just pure lies so we have to, to understand that correctly I think I think what you're doing there is demonstrating how great a liar I am that totally taken over by it uh-huh she didn't say no let's go on the fact she didn't say no well let's hope the best that the well, plan is the worst back into your corner Hari <laughs> let's just say your secret's safe with us, Enigma, for now. <laughs> Good. Should we call you Princess Enigma or Zombie Enigma? What What are we going on this week? Princess Zombie. I was... I, I implied Queen. Why are you all calling me a princess? I told them I led. That would make me the Queen. I just think that we're setting ourselves up for like a massive fall by betraying the dwarfs literally from the first sentence. We're not. It's fine. Yeah, but let's be honest. We've got an army that's trying to kill us. We, we're pretty stiffed as it is. Let's just... In for a penny, in for a pound. And the important thing is they've met us first, they believe us, and so if anyone from above ground comes in and says that I'm not in charge of the country, they're more likely to believe us because we were here first. I'm not sure that's how it works, is it? That's a problem for the future, Hawks. That's not our problem. Percy, Percy, on that little note that you can send back to Karis, just send a note saying, by the way, (laughs) small thing, (laughs) Enigma's now the, the queen of Karis. Just, Hope just, all's good. Just go with it. Yeah. yeah. I can send that back, but do you know what would give that legitimacy? Is if Enigma actually gave us something to work with rather than just blank us with Enigma, <laughs> Enigma every time. What? Yeah, but the point is that we've we've basically got to uphold her lie. She has claimed, whether or not there's truth in it, to be Queen of Karis. As a paladin, I do not have to uphold her lie or anybody else's. Wait, you do for the protection of your land? No, I don't. So you're telling me that... The important thing is... Excuse me, excuse me. The important thing is they only listen to me anyway, so get back in your kennels. For the sake of a small white lie that you just turn your back on, we may get the assistance of the dwarves to protect Karis. And if we do, great. If it, I will get the assistance. If it all right, stop claiming all the glory. <laughs> I will because I'm the only one that listen to. It doesn't matter what you guys think or say. This is how totalitarian machines start. You know, guys. At the end of the day, Karis are going to honour a trade deal with the dwarves for their fine craftsmanship. They can't. No, they're not because they're bloody win-win. princess. Turns out to be Enigma, who's just bullshitting it. Yeah, but- Queen. Let's, let's be honest, while none of us believe she's a queen, some of us may have our suspicions that she might actually be royal. <laughs> so let's just roll with that. And if she is, great. If she isn't, oh well, great. We've still got a trade oh. deal. We've still got the dwarves on board. Don't you bone us for this, Percy. Oh, I will bone each and every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bonus on your own time. Before the night is out. Guys, Karen is in trouble. I've got a year to live. Let's just, let's just, I don't know what we're doing. What's our next move? What's next? Well, why did we come here? Just to get the dwarves involved in the war? They yes. said they're probably not going to get involved in the war. They, they will. might trade with us. Let's just. I told them they will. They said they would. Yeah, we have the dwarves on board. Let's go to the ship in Alvarados and get our asses to Malahim. And on the way, 
we'll make sure that everyone we meet, we say, oh, by the way, this is your queen. And hopefully the rumour will just spread like wildfire. I'm not sure that's that's how you become queen of a land. There is a knock at the door. Hi. I will open the door. Door opens and the Chamberlain comes in. Hello, Chamberlain. The Chamberlain ignores you. He's carrying a kind of bundle. He walks over to Enigma and says... Rude. Um, Every time. Your Majesty, the Zormash wishes you to have this as a sign of our future trade. And he gives you the bundle and bows and steps back. Thank you very much. I'll give him a little bow. Has he gone? He goes, yes. Excellent. Let's see what's in this. I hope it's some armour. It is dwarven scale armour. Amazing. It is. That'll help. It is beautifully designed. It is designed to go through fine spaces and to be silent in use. This is classy. I like this. This is a style I can get on board with. Point is, yes, we came through that way. Well, that is extraordinary. That that path has been sealed for a very long time. Well, now it is open for good or for ill. Uh, you can get through there now. We are excellent warriors. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I saw. We have winning temperaments. We're also part of a travelling uh, comedy group. <laughs> I have rarely seen such expert work. Do you also all travel together in one very small cart, <laughs> surprising people by how many of you come out yeah, of it? Yeah, every so often the wheels fall off. <laughs> I, I think, well, um, why? No, we, we just, we've just walked in. I'm looking forward to finding out what the conversation's been so far. Oh, uh, stick with it. Anyway, diplomat, you're meant to be diploming with uh, the dwarf. Esmok nods at this sagely and says, well, this is certainly the kind of thing we would be very interested by. Um, is it Master Corrin? Wow. Well, I've apparently started doing Master <laughs> Corrin's voice now. I was going to say, buddy, what is, why didn't you tell us you were going to be here? It's us, it's the Hawks. Usmok says... <laughs> Thanks, now I've forgotten the voice. Usmok says, this would be very advantageous to us. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's gone back in character. All right, let it drop, guys. It's not Corin. He's playing another he's character. Uh, <laughs> Corin's playing a different character. This has got so meta. Yeah, Corin oh, is. God. Um, and anyone else I diplome with, I will not have this much gin before. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we've all had a lot of gin. 